0: And their mycelium represents everything you just said, like their interconnectedness between all things goes on right underneath the soil under our feet. And that's the mycelium that grows all of these magic mushrooms. And that's a total symbology for us all being infinitely connected and to source and having all this wisdom be shared between us. So that medicine brings that into realization when you take it.
1: This is Lit and Lucid, your after work de stress smoke sesh podcast.
2: I'm your host, Lit.
1: And I'm your host, Lucid. And we're going to take you on a journey
2: a journey to discover the truth and find the balance.
1: Every week, we get deep on those thought provoking topics that ooze out of the cannabis universe.
2: But we also keep it real by illuminating important issues and people in today's culture.
1: So kick back,
2: consume your favorite cannabis products, and get cozy, cozy in, in the, the Lit, Lit
1: and Lucid, Lucid lifestyle. lifestyle.
2: Welcome everybody to the Lit and Lucid podcast. We are here recording another episode of the show. Today we have a returning guest, you guys. I went back and listened to episode 51 with Scarlett Raven of White Fox Medicinals. We spoke with her back in August of 2019 about everything she was doing with her CBD company out in California. And today, you guys, she's back here in Colorado, which is super exciting for us. And she reached out to us, and we're here, and we're gonna learn a lot more about what she's up to now, which is something Jared always kind of prompts on our episodes that we wanna go back and talk to previous guests. And you know what? We're doing it this time. Two years later, here we are. Um, for those of you who don't know, Scarlet Raven, she is a star seed alchemist spirit, author and founder of White Fox Medicine, among many other things. Uh, today, we're going to talk about how she's expanded into the world of mushrooms, writing a book titled Psilocybin Transmissions, offering insight into a new way of life that pairs nicely with her offerings, which are Love Drops and Euphoria Chocolates. We're going to dive more into what's new for Scarlett as we catch up almost two years later. So with that, you
0: guys, welcome Scarlett. Hey, guys. It's so nice to, to see you and hear you again. <laughs>
1: I know, it's been it's been two years, but we've still been kind of following up on the journey. And when we heard about your mushroom stuff, we were like, ooh, we're gonna get you know, we gotta reach out to Scarlet. And I think if it would actually flip out the other way. You reached out to us, but the timing really was like impeccable. With that, I mean we've been kind of like on this mushroom kick lately. Last week we talked about mushroom cultivation and Uh, we're kind of just getting into this whole idea around mushrooms and the mushrooms that you like to talk about specifically are psilocybin mushrooms. So let's just kind of, we normally ask our guests about cannabis, but shoot, let's just keep on the realm of mushrooms. And, you know, when did you discover that uh, psilocybin were kind of meant to provide a greater purpose in your life?
0: Cannabis is actually an excellent bridge for this discussion, I feel like, because herbs and CBD and cannabis, they all have a healing effect on the human body that goes beyond the body it goes into the spirit and the emotions and the mind and i think that's why people are so drawn to cannabis is because it's it can be this multidimensional experience of self that gives you new perspectives and boosts creativity it's it's really cool um, psilocybin has a very similar medicine quality to me when you take it in microdose form where you can give you a boost of levity positivity in your mind reconnection to nature these really natural inner harmonious things um that are i think our usa lifestyle has kind of pulled people away from feeling on a regular basis mm-hmm. so um yeah to me like I've been taking mushrooms since I was like 12, but I would say I've been consciously using mushrooms as a medicine for the past you know, like 15 years.
1: That's, that's a pretty good length of time. I mean, that's like uh, where you're probably able to kind of collect a lot of wisdom from the mushroom. That's something that we talked about last week was it's just so crazy, the mushroom kingdom. It's been around for so many millennia, really, and like millions of years and possibly billions of years. And uh, during that time, they've themselves have just collected an an infinite amount of wisdom. And I feel like any time that you partake with mushrooms, you're kind of uh, you're offered like a little bit of that wisdom.
0: You're so right, man. I mean, that's to me, that's the core of it. And their mycelium represents everything you just said, like their interconnectedness between all things goes on right underneath the soil under our feet. And that's the mycelium that grows all of these magic mushrooms. And that's a total symbology for us all being infinitely connected and to source and having all this wisdom be shared between us. So that medicine brings that into realization when you take it.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Interesting. Well, let's dive into that a little bit further. Cause I know you had some inspiration for creating the book that you just wrote. Uh, you call yourself a star seed alchemist spirit. What does that mean?
0: So it's pretty interesting on earth right now for the star seeds and light beings. It's like we had a normal, I'm using finger quotes right now, <laughs> a normal existence where we played in the the matrix of school and the family units and what's going to be your job and this kind of like quid pro quo of what humans are supposed to do. But all the while, we're very hard to educate because we have our own inner guidance that we follow And we're unusual. You know, we don't follow the norm. So beings like that are now, because of where the earth is energetically, we're all going through our ascension. And the star seeds and the light beings are here to create these portals of remembrances to help people go through this ascension process with the earth. So this has been something that um, my mom studied in the 60s and 70s. She taught me and it's an awareness that I have within myself, which creates a connection in my consciousness to this multidimensional reality. So um, like White Fox was created because I speak to the spirit of the plants and they tell me what the collective would benefit from in terms of herbal formulations. And then I channel those formulations into bottles that people can buy. Mm -hmm. But when someone buys that bottle, they're not just connecting to a physical medicine. They're tapping into this higher Consciousness from the plant because I, you know, I put it in the medicine. So there's all these other realms people can call them parallel dimensions or um, multi-dimensional beings. When you expand your conscious awareness to a place where you have a lot of illumination going through your DNA, you actually you see the unseen, you feel the unseen, and when you go into to physics, physics will tell you that when you have one atom. It's 1% mass and it's 99% space. Mm. And that's the same thing that's mirrored outside of ourselves. So there's not air between us. You know, We're connected by a, a net energy. And when you're conscious of all these things, your reality changes. And you can't live in the structure of the mainstream society that people created. Well, that's a lot. That's
2: <laughs> I'm just you're like just sitting here like thinking. I'm <laughs> like... <laughs> I have so many thoughts I want to say, but I don't know which route I should go. <laughs>
1: I know, right? Because there's, yeah. there's plenty of ways to kind of interject there and, and just talk about, I mean, we could, I mean, you can talk about like the universe and like its makeup and uh, and then also just talk about like the body and the mind and all these things. And um, I don't even know which way to go. But
0: I can break it down into like a little metaphor, which I think will be a cool bridge. So if you look at this universe and you look at human life form on the planet, anyone could say okay there's a there's a timeline of evolution the more we learn the more we grow the more society improves well we've been de-evolving with this external thought that we're actually evolving but we haven't been if you look at egyptian times they were evolved Mm -hmm. they were building pyramids using vibrations they had tapped into this unseen power and they were utilizing it to build structures that we can't even repeat today. That tells you they were more evolved. Mm-hmm. So what beings like me, we got flipped on in 2020 when the world stopped. Like a lot of us came into our full awakening. We're like, okay, now my soul has this mission that's louder than my connection to this old reality. And I have to follow it. And if I don't follow it, I feel like I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're all being pulled. You could, you could reach out to s- someone that calls himself a starseed. We all have the same story. We're being pulled in a brand new direction. We're being disconnected from external realities. And we're bringing in this information that's going to help people get back to that state of evolved evolution like they were in Egypt, where they were connected to the earth and the stars. There wasn't this mass disconnect or hate or evil or killing on the planet. It was a harmonious living with
1: nature. That's so true. It's almost like the Native Americans too, just like they lived like so in tune with, with nature and they knew a lot about mm-hmm. health and, um, you know, we're able to like fight off a lot of diseases and stuff. Whereas now <laughs> we're so dependent on, we think we're smart because we have science and, and we have all these different like manufactured drugs and all these different therapies and treatments and stuff. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, on the surface, we're all told that this is like technology and this is science and we're smart and we've done all this great mm-hmm. stuff. But... Now that you're kind of putting it that way, you're absolutely right. We're we're probably more disconnected now from like the true nature of like wisdom and intelligence and all these things that are provided by the universe than we mm-hmm. were two thousand years ago. But uh, you yeah. know, like the mainstream culture just tells you that we're so advanced and we're highly intelligent. And um, I think you're right. We're kind of going backwards. We're becoming disconnected from our true selves and our our purpose, and disconnected from the universe. Really,
0: yeah. You're that's totally it that's the vibe i mean i pulled out of western medicine completely and i've had some scary things where people are like you should go to the hospital (laughs) i'm like no like i have my mind i have my prayer Mm -hmm. i have my crystals i have my herb medicine i have hash i have psilocybin Mm -hmm. i'm gonna mend myself like christ would mend himself and it's we can't keep playing small we can't keep giving our power away to these structures you know the, the medicine structure currently in place it's all it is is money making yeah they're about making money and you you could see that and feel that when you get your bill. They don't care if you get well, they want you to buy more medication. It's not a wellness program. Right. People need to wake up. And that's the bridge to cannabis, CBD, herbs and psilocybin. It's like we have these plant technologies like the natives had. They used them. They talked to them. They communed with them and that brought them back into harmony with themselves. Mm-hmm.
2: So let's dive into that a little bit deeper. So I think for you, maybe you've felt this connection most of your life. Is this something that like us, like me, I can, you know, start to feel this connection. and I inherently have it within me if I have the tools that I can hone into to create this higher energy uh, oneness with myself and the universe. Or is it something where you would like just be inherently like have it like there's like certain people who just
0: have this connection? No, you're I'm you and you are me. Okay. We are made from the same source and we are made of the same material. A hundred percent exactly the same. You know, I have a different expression, but every single person has this right to become a sovereign light being again that's self-sustaining, connected to nature, and just creating miracles everywhere they go. Like that's where we're going. Mm-hmm. That's where that's my mission right now. I started an online. Mystery school platform to teach people these different technologies. And then people can ask questions like, well, I have this pattern that keeps holding me back. And I can channel answers from these higher realities and allow that person to remember mm-hmm. how to overcome these perceived challenges. Mm-hmm. Because in the world that I'm living in now, there's there's no more challenges. It's really just like watching source expand in front of me all the time. And I want people to see that and yeah. feel that and, and know their own power. And when they get sick, they're not scared and they're asking someone else what's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. They're going inward and they're having a journey.
2: Yeah. Yep. I feel that 100% for sure. I always tell Jared that. I'm like, I'll just fix it <laughs> myself. I can <laughs> do it. <laughs>
0: You can, girl. You're, I mean, you guys are very powerful lights. You I know, like that's that. why you're attracted to the plant kingdom.
1: Yeah. Plants are great. I love plant. I love, and fungi. Fungi are fun. <laughs> no mm-hmm. pun intended. But let's talk about this. So, the higher calling that you're kind of this higher calling we're talking about, it kind of led you to write the uh, your psilocybin transmission book. Now, yeah. Do you feel Totally. That, yeah, so do you feel like the wisdom and insight provided on this book is like your own inherent knowledge or is it just is it coming from this source that you're talking about?
0: It's coming from a form of that source. So I was doing a deep dive journey on my deck one day. Um I was actually it was about White Fox because I had gone legal and the legal industry was basically a total matrix joke. And so I was contemplating what to move my company into. I want to be happy and I want to be free. So I took one and a half grams of mushrooms with my um, cacao and different herbs. And I had a journey. And in that journey, I connected with the spirit of psilocybin, which was actually like a group of souls, council of wisdom kind of a thing. Hmm. And they were telling me that they wanted me to write a book and they were going to speak through me. And it was going to be a short 10 chapter book on why psilocybin is here on the planet right now and so i was kind of like that's not what i asked you you know that wasn't (laughs) the point of my journey i I wanted insight on white fox and you're telling me to do this whole other business (laughs) you know like what the fuck but they also said we also want you to trademark the word psilocybin that way you can create branded products with the word psilocybin and start educating people and freeing us from being off consumer shelves. Mm. They wanted to be free to be in mainstream public. And if I got the trademark, then I could use it as a brand name instead of um, uh, ingredient. So the product that I would make would be called psilocybin and it would be a chocolate blend, but it wouldn't have any psilocybin in it. And then people would be able to start this conversation of, what does it do? How can Mm -hmm. it help me? And then it's in society.
2: Mm -hmm. So
0: So I told my lawyer that and he was (laughs) like, no, like that's never going to happen. Oh my goodness and i thought okay well if it doesn't happen i won't write the book and i won't do the vision if it happens i i commit
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> and it happened a year later he called me he's like this is insane i have no idea you just trademarked the word psilocybin for spiritual <laughs> evolutionary um teaching like you're going to be the teacher under this brand name and i was like that's insane. Now I have to write the fucking book <laughs> and I have to create the product line. I mean, I had to start an entirely new company yeah. and, um, I did. And the book was written in three weeks. It started right when California locked down March, 2020. And, um, I went through a medicine journey while they channeled this wisdom through me. And then it got published, and now I'm offering microdose capsules to people, and I offer deep-dive chocolates to people, and I educate about the spiritual connection inside of themselves.
2: That's so crazy. Um, I remember I read your last book. Uh, Remind me the name of it.
0: Oh, Follow the Medicine Awakening Self Empowerment.
2: Yes. And that is a really good book. I I remember I read it right before we did our episode, and that was so good. And so now that you have another book coming up, I'm super excited about that. But I have a question. So we talked to some people a while back um, about this idea of like starting to like trademark things in regards to psilocybin, and there's People, there's like a very visceral reaction to it. People don't really like that. So like have people come to you upset that you were the one to trademark psilocybin?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Death threats. Jeez. Total, total crazy stuff actually happened. Um, There's also a massive lack of education around what my trademark is. So I have a supplemental register, which means I have the personal right to utilize the word psilocybin as a spiritual education platform around entheogens. I do not have the right to sue or prohibit anyone else from doing so. So I I haven't taken anyone else's opportunity out from under them. Everyone else still has the exact same opportunity. But what I did do was open up a door into mainstream society where psilocybin is currently prohibited from going. And so initially I thought the community was going to be excited. Mm -hmm. I was like, look, you guys, because my my first reach out was, I reached out to every decriminalization platform and I said, do you want to be a part of this educational push I'm going to do? Mm -hmm. Can you write your own couple of pages? Can I talk about what you're doing? Can I help get you donations? They all were like, fuck you. And I was like, are you serious? Do you guys even understand the essence of what the light inside psilocybin is? Do you understand? I'm talking about collective push into mainstream and I'm not stopping any of you from doing anything. Yeah. And their closed minded nature was what was expressed to me. And so I just said, okay, like I let it go. I'll do it myself.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, I think that's like a a great point to make that everybody else can still I mean, you didn't stop anybody from doing anything. And I think people also need to look at the root of like your intention was to just to bring this into the mainstream. And I think that Mm -hmm. what you're trying to do has to happen because people are going to have like this visceral reaction to psilocybin regardless of like, it's been, you know, stereotyped as some type of like hallucinogenic drug for years now. And so people are inherently like scared of it and think that it's going to make you crazy or make you do like crazy stuff. And that's not the case at all. And so somebody has to, somebody has to do this, kind of put their neck out there, put out a foundation that can have the propensity to draw an interest. And then you educate from that platform. And so if if you called this something like, you know, mushroom education, like there's no like draw, you know, versus like you called this uh, psilocybin. So like there's a draw there. Yeah. So I think people just need to take yeah. a step back to understand the intention kind of involved and kind of where you're going with this.
0: Yeah. And there was a Schmier article written about me um, from a journalist out in California who said I was a large corporation with tons of money and I was here to like be an overlord. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think that's what blew the seeds to people that pissed them off. And when I read it, I was like, you understand that I live month to month, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't even like build the product line because I don't have the money. Like I'm one person doing mm-hmm. this and I'm putting, I did put myself out there. But what I've learned about society is that if you break the mold and you create change and you create more light to flood in, people hate you for it. Yeah. Yeah. They hate you for it. It happens to every single person that steps out first. You get tomatoes thrown at you. You get names thrown at you. You get the most projected fear barf onto you from those people that are too afraid to do it themselves. And then they see you and they're like, oh, I wish I would have done that. Hey, fuck you. Yeah. It's like, that's, we're actually, I'm working with you, man. Like, I still love you, even though you hate me right now, because <laughs> eventually you'll wake up. But I'm used to it at this point. I'm I'm used to knowing that that's a human condition right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, So while everybody's distracted with you, I mean, there is like larger companies that are taking like Compass Pathways and stuff that (laughs) I think they were the ones that try to (laughs) trademark like the whole entire like trip setting and all this stuff. I could be, I think it was Compass. I'm probably wrong. But one of those companies we talked about it in the last episode, I mean, there's legit like corporate companies out here that are doing some really shady shit that other people should probably like direct their attention to. <laughs> Versus, like, you know, Scarlett. Scarlett, Scarlet, <laughs> yeah. like legit trying to make like some really nice stuff. And you wrote this book that probably has like an infinite amount of like true wisdom to it and you have compass yeah. pathways over here working with the FDA like hand in hand trying yeah. to, trying to really shut this stuff down so
0: <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty comical actually <laughs> how do you feel about
2: that you know like you know the government and them getting into the mushroom industry
0: oh man they don't exist to me like i don't give them any time focus or attention their rules are ridiculous the way they move through the world is ridiculous they they kill humanity and they steal humanity's money. They're the worst overlords I've ever known. So I don't look at them. I don't interact with them. I literally create my own earth in my own world and I share that with people. And I disregard everything that has to do with people that are into anything attached to greed and money.
2: Yep. That's the way to be. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit more. What, what can people expect to learn from the psilocybin transmission book?
0: <laughs> it's actually very light and playful like I think I think the human mind wants to be like I want to understand the universe and their answer is like you will if you play with yourself in nature and the human mind's like well no like I need more specific instructions it's like no if you actually spend 6 months playing in nature you will be healed of all your negative patterns of all your bullshit habits There's a simplicity that they're bringing forward. So the book is really simple and it's 10 lessons that you can practice of what they suggest to get yourself into the state where you're vibrating with the resonance of feeling connected to the whole universe. I like that. Perfect.
1: That's kind of, I feel like I've been getting recently from, from some of these like substances is just like the need to simplify things just to like, Mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of something that a lot of people talk about is like, you start trying to just take off all these layers that you've put on and cut the strings and just like return back to at least yourself or like some type of like stable foundation to then like go back out to, because I do think that we've all been like pulled in so many directions. I mean, especially in the last year that half of us Mm -hmm. don't even know like which, which way is up and which way is down and left and right and black and white. And you know, green is now like orange. And uh, I mean, it's like, so I think some of these things, they do like a really good job of just like resetting your body, resetting your mind and just giving you like a a stable place to like rebuild from.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree with you. I got a flip phone. I got rid of my iPhone (laughs) and all I have is an old school flip phone and I literally got 20 times happier just by getting rid of this fucking mini computer yeah. and like walking around with something that's constantly giving you external input. You don't have an opportunity to live inside out. Mm-hmm. You're so distracted. You have to live from the outside in. And that's why these large corporations are able to power grab with all of humanity is everyone's distracted like a zombie with their phone. But if you get rid of your phone and you simplify, like you said, you're golden. Like mm-hmm. the power is already inside of you. You actually don't have to do anything. You just have to give your space, yourself the space to feel it.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, we feel that like on many trips, like when we go like camping or something and we'll come back (laughs) on Sunday and like then we're just like sitting on the couch staring at our phone and we're like scrolling. We're like, oh, this is so awful. Like, I don't even want to know, you know, and it does. It just sucks you right back in, you know, for the week and everybody goes (laughs) back to doing the same thing and they've totally got everybody in a trance for sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, my life is rad not having one. (laughs) That's pretty funny.
1: Well, let's talk about more your offerings and stuff. And I know you have, uh, you have two different offerings. It sounds like one's kind of a microdose, like an everyday capsule, and then one might be more of like an an intense kind of air quotes, like a trip product. Um, Mm -hmm. Tell us about kind of the two products and kind of why you chose those two routes.
0: Awesome. So the love drops are my microdose capsules and each capsule has a tenth of a gram psilocybin, but it also has an array of other um plant medicine in it, like cacao and vanilla and a little cayenne. I thought lion's I'd have mane? to um there's lion's mane, there's turkey tail. There's mucinopurines, which helps your body. It's an adaptogen, but it also helps your body really utilize the psilocybin medicine. So there's a few more herbs in that blend, but it's specifically alchemized to give you a feeling of levity, positivity, and joy, Mm. which allows your heart to open up and you get flooded with love. So the, the alchemy that's put together has that entourage effect when you take the medicine. And I work a lot. Recently, I've been working a lot with vets and um, PTSD ex-soldiers because they're prescribed chemical synthetics from the medieval Western culture. And it makes them crazy and it makes them feel like a zombie. And so they drink alcohol to sleep and they start, you know, course correcting in these really toxic ways. Mm -hmm. But with the love drops, they can actually get off all of their other synthetic medications in about a week. And then they start feeling a sense of balance. They'll still have their mood swings from the PTSD, but they have a sense of positive comfort, which wasn't available before. And when the mind can kind of tap into a positive thought here and there, you don't your ship doesn't sink. Mm-hmm. And then the love drops will help you kind of add these positive thoughts more and more and more. So as you get three to six months in, you've totally reset the neural networks in your brain and you've allowed new thought to occur which gives you a whole new reality.
1: And so, um, and then so from like the microdose, like they wouldn't expect, uh, they, they could like proceed kind of, it's like an everyday thing. They can kind of proceed with their day, right? With uh, mm-hmm. taking the microdose.
0: Yeah. It gives you a little bit of energy, clarity, kind of creativity boost. So I take one in the morning on an empty stomach with my tea and I give myself like my morning meditation. I, I can feel it hit my system, but you, you're not altered. You're not high at all. If you were to take two on an empty stomach, when I do that, I feel, I feel high. Like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't drive for four hours. There's the, the other herbs in the cacao mixed with psilocybin, it makes it stronger. So, uh, the potency definitely is increased, even though it's only a 10th of a gram, you can feel it.
2: Will you just give me a side note real quick, because I see all these cacao ceremonies and I, I'm like a bad yogi and I've never even like really looked into it. Will you just tell me what the benefits of the cacao is? Just for my oh own. Oh
0: my gosh, notice. girl. Please. <laughs> yeah. So i I'm not like a, a connoisseur of these. I've had a few that I've done, and um I've offered a few, and the impact that they have, it's incredible. So cacao is a massive heart opener. And when you serve cacao in a ceremonial setting, and your intention is to kind of open people's hearts and connect with people, people have that experience and you viscerally feel connected to everyone around you. So it's it's a really uplifting and healing I've had the, I, ha- I went to one in Hawaii once and this woman offered it and I felt like a hundred layers of past hurt just totally removed from my heart after the ceremony, like this levity that was coming through me that I hadn't felt before. Hmm.
2: So definitely like a heart opener.
0: Mm-hmm. Heart opener helps you let go of the past. Cool. I love that.
2: Yeah, micro dosing is definitely, you know, the thing of the future. I know a lot of people have been moving into, you know, doing just that where they're just taking just a little bit, you don't feel high at all, but it, it is starts to rewire your brain. Like when you're, you're tripping, like it allows all your, I don't know, like Jared knows specifically, like neuropathways, to like open up and create different connections when you're on the psilocybin. And then, you know, if you're doing it more and more, like with the microdose, it allows you to create those new connections to reconnect and create new, um, more healthy connections in the brain. So I'm totally all for that. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's
1: so cool. Yeah, when I was in school, we were—I um, was—I got—I joined the Cannabis Research Institute and kind of helped to get going at the university I was at, and we were specifically trying to study PTSD. And it's kind of crazy how uh, kind of the. the I guess the the knowledge and understanding of the brain has evolved so rapidly over even the last 20 years. Because, I mean, 20 years ago, we thought that the brain was set in stone after 25. And that anything you, like, put into your brain or anything, your wires by 25, like, you're stuck with it for life. And that's false. It's completely false. And so that's kind of how they approach PTSD in a way, was just, like, put him on, like, Prozac or or Zoloft or something and then give them like uh, Xanax to sleep. And like you're saying, a lot of them turn to drugs and alcohol and stuff just because the medication adds on a bunch of symptoms that they then have to cope with too. Right. And then um, it doesn't actually ever resolve like the long-term issues of having to reprocess these memories. And like yeah. reprocessing memories involves having to change the way the brain responds to things and these connections and everything. And It just does not happen with pharmaceutical drugs. Pharmaceutical drugs just treat like the underlying symptoms and um, they just kind of like are there just to kind of, I look at it as like just kick the can down the road. Like you might buy yourself like a day or an hour or something of freedom, Mm -hmm. but then you're going to have something come up up later. And that's no way that anybody should have to live. And especially like our veterans and people with PTSD and it's not even – just veterans. We we spoke probably uh, it'd be like two years ago now about people with like domestic violence and there's all kinds yeah. of different scenarios where people can have PTSD and they shouldn't have to you know live a life of you know terror every now right. and then. It should be something. It is something that they could alleviate and find peace with. And so that's where I see this conversation of psilocybin and microdosing really having a lot of power, is and the potential with PTSD and being able to actually solve some of these problems that we've had for generations now, instead of just kicking the can down the road again with Western medicine.
0: Yeah, man. I love, I love everything you just said. The vets to me, like those are the, the, some of the bravest men on the planet and how dare we treat them the way that Western medical people have been treating them. You know, it's like these plant technologies have been around for thousands and thousands of years. They're not dumb to them. They're just choosing to not educate themselves. They're choosing to stick with a system that makes them money. You know, doctors are greedy. A lot of them are just in it for the money. They want, they want that money. So when they look at you, they want you in and out in 15 minutes because they got to get that money. Yeah. And that's how they're treating vets. And it's yeah. like, no, no, we have the technology to heal them. You're totally right. Yeah.
1: And on top of that, they got to deal with the VA, which is probably one of the worst healthcare systems I think I've ever seen. And I have never even been a yeah. part of it. But I can tell you just working <laughs> yeah. with these these vets and, and the people, they the VA is not very fun. And then um, one of the reasons we were having to do a lot of research with, uh, with cannabis was trying to get cannabis or PTSD as an approved uh, condition to get prescribed medical cannabis. Because what was happening was these veterans were finding a ton of relief by kind of, like, personally using cannabis versus their medication. But then when their doctor right. would find out they're using cannabis, they would uh, they would strip them of their insurance. And so then they they couldn't actually get all these other medications they, they needed maybe for, like, uh, diabetes or heart disease or something. They would just strip their insurance from them if they were using cannabis. And so it just goes back to show you <laughs> that, like like there's no thought put into any of this. There's no compassion put into a lot of it. It's all just like these bureaucratic rules that we've all written and that honestly have all been influenced by mainstream pharmaceutical companies of just shuffling people into a system of like, you need to take 10 pills a day that come from Pfizer and Merck. And that's, that's health and wellness versus (laughs) like, uh, the ancient wisdom that we are probably all privy to, but we, uh, we, you know, lose that connection sometime in our childhood. And then, uh, we lose all this knowledge of ancient herbs and these things that are that are on the earth for us to utilize for our health and wellness.
0: Yeah, well said, man.
1: But let's uh, yeah, I'll get off my rant there. Let's <laughs> let's kind of go into this next thing though, because you have something cool that you've created that kind of helps teach people about this and kind of break them out of their mainstream shell. It's called the mm-hmm. uh, the Naked Star Seed Ascension Mystery School. <laughs> Do you mm-hmm. want to tell us about that and? and-
0: Totally. So um, moving out, like leaving California, selling my home, moving to Colorado, it was a really big thing for me. And I feel like it wasn't just a physical move, but I am also moving into my next spiritual chapter and expanding that quite a bit very quickly. And so what came through was like, it would be very potent for me to share with people the intimate details of how I moved through this world the channels I get, the downloads I get, how I can bring medicine through all these different platforms and show them, like let people in so that it inspires them and it helps them reconnect themselves. And that's the naked star. See, that's why I said the word naked because I feel naked being this um, intimate and open Mm -hmm. with the outside world. So for me, I feel like I'm expanding. I'm doing something that's uncomfortable. I'm leaving my comfort zone. To offer the world more and then what has transpired since i said yes to that it's just crazy i mean i just launched the school platform it's on patreon which means if you have five bucks or 20 bucks 30 bucks 100 bucks you can join the school and that's what you pay monthly and then you get access to asking me questions having a mini session depending on how much you pay per month I'm about to. I'm writing another book. It's going to be finished in about a week, and that's going to be the Naked Starseed Ascension Handbook. And it's going to break down some key points as to how we ascend and how do we reconnect to nature and how do we allow these natural rhythms back into our life and leave the sham of the old world. You know, we're building a new earth together right now, and that new earth. It doesn't treat people the way people have been treated in the past. It treats everyone equally with kindness, compassion, and love. And we're building that. We're building that by discussing these topics and by sharing these transmissions. So when someone comes on and they're a student, I'll give you an example. They can be like, oh, I have trouble sleeping. This is a constant issue. And I can give them a formula. This is how you can have a peaceful night's sleep. And then here's a guided meditation that I'll channel specifically for them but the whole rest of the group will get to experience too and it'll be on how to turn on that technology inside of yourself like when you were a kid when you're tired you pass out Mm -hmm. that's not separate from ourselves now we just need to remember those aspects of our own connection to self and so these videos and these channels they remind people of that so we can get away from having to utilize external medicine to create an internal experience
2: I love that. Um, My yoga teacher is on Patreon. And I just feel like it's like such a great community. And it's so nice for people to get access to things affordably. I think if there was one good thing that came from this freaking pandemic, it was that that (laughs) we can connect with, you know, our teachers and our gurus all across the world. And there's Mm -hmm. a space for all of us to heal together. So I think that's so cool. Everybody check that out on Patreon. I know you guys, you even have one on there for three bucks a month. Like, that's great. Mm-hmm. Just to get some access.
0: Yeah, totally. I am going to change all the tiers. Once the book comes out, I'm going to kind of, because I got to be honest, like technology is extremely challenging for me to understand. And when I was setting it up, I was like, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. And so I set everything up and now I've had one month to run it. and There's about 10 students in there now. And now I'm going to kind of shape it into a more solid structure. Nice. Yeah. Everything's going so, to evolve yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited the, the people in that group are badass
1: <laughs> Not right
0: awesome. i, I want to yeah. check it out <laughs>
1: i think it's a great concept yeah and i'm glad you, you talked about kind of the, the naked aspect of it that's what i was kind of referring to when we started this is like some of these compounds help just like peel back the layers and that's what it is mm-hmm. like you're really exposed and that's kind of how we felt kind of coming out about uh, just psilocybin and mushrooms in general and stuff, and talking about this. It is a lot to put out there just because of, you know, the stigmas that are attached to all of it, and especially the work you're doing, yeah. that's even just beyond of like, you know, uh, consuming a substance. It's like you're actually teaching about the underlying principles of and the fundamentals of all this stuff at work. And so uh, and I know that that's not something they teach in mainstream school. And so a lot of times it's like such a culture shock <laughs> to a lot of us when we're first aware of it. and it's like really like a shock to our consciousness. but, um, it's, it's like much needed.
0: Yeah. I mean, imagine if you got to this place in your own awareness expansion where you're walking by a tree and you look at the tree and you're like, oh, I have this question about my life. And you ask the tree that question and the tree full on response to you and you hear it. And then you have this knowing of how to move forward in your life. That's going to create more joy for you. And you kind of move through the world in this rhythmic undertone of connection to all things. That's that's how I've been living for a few years, but I'm, I love to be alone so much that I haven't been sharing that with people, you know? And um, when I see how much people create their own suffering, it's like, there's very simple concepts that actually allow you to live like that. And it's magical. It's Cinderella magical. We should all be experiencing abundant Cinderella magical days right. every day.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Uh-huh. That's why like some of this stuff's so hard. It's so hard to like wake up and go to jobs sometimes because you start learning about some of this stuff and it's like, yes. what the hell are we doing? Yeah. You know, like we sit down on Sundays <laughs> and watch football and like have all these like have all these things that we've just like filled time with, and that's kind of how mm-hmm. I look at holidays almost somewhat. I mean, some have like a very uh, you know like real purpose, but I feel like a lot of holidays were just meant to like keep like the human condition entertained enough to like make it through a whole year. Like there's almost, there's yeah, like a like holiday every month. month like, <laughs> it's
2: like
0: something to look forward
2: it's something to. Something to look forward to. It's Keep just, us entertained. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. It's the crazy. carrot. Yeah. I mean, Hollywood is crumbling right now. People are tired of this elite fake bullshit. Yeah. They're not, they're not doing things that are beneficial for the whole, you know, they're being selfish and they're doing things that influence negative mindsets and people are waking up to that. Yeah. And that's awesome. That's why they're there. You know, they're there to allow people to wake up to the greatness inside. So. They have a great purpose.
2: Yeah. No, we're definitely moving forward into an era of awakening. I think people are definitely moving in that direction. Uh, But we appreciate it, Scarlett. Thank you so much for sharing your light with us and dabbling into the world of mushrooms and bringing awareness to all the potential we have inside of us. What is one good call to action you think our listeners can do today to help bring ourselves back to our soul's highest potential? Mm.
0: Oh, yeah. I would say set down all your electronics, go outside, lay on the earth, and talk to her and breathe with her for at least one hour straight alone. And have that be something that is a sacred devotion that you do to reconnect yourself with yourself every day. I love it. I
2: love that as the birds are chirping outside and it's like eighty <laughs> degrees outside. Jared just mowed the lawn. I know. I go, <laughs> so lay go lay out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm down with it. Oh my gosh.
1: Well, this is fun. This has been fun to catch up, and I think the next one we're not going to wait two years to catch up because it sounds like you're moving pretty quickly. So I can't. I literally <laughs> cannot wait until we get to reconnect again because every time it's you know we're mind blown because you just keep bringing some new stuff into this world that. Uh, I think is incredible for our listeners. So like Lucy said, thank you again for sharing your light uh, with us and our listeners and helping to do the the very hard work that I know you're doing of helping to essentially expand consciousness and wake a lot of people up. So yeah, you're an amazing no. ind- individual.
0: Yeah, no, I love you guys. Thanks <laughs> for having me on. I'm glad we got to connect again (laughs) me too and if
2: you are dying to learn more about how to find out about all of these things we just chatted about on the show I know Scarlett's got her own website Scarlett Raven you could also check out White Fox Medicinals and you can get to Scarlett that way as well as like on Instagram and things like that so do a little bit of digging and you'll find her and find the answers that you need (laughs) so we have one final question for you Uh, we are the Lit and Lucid podcast so are you lit or are you lucid (laughs)
0: I am lit. <laughs>
1: ah, Perfect. I love it. <laughs> Keep it that way too. I like it. Stay lit. Yeah, feel good. I feel
2: good. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> cool. All right, you guys. Well, with that, I'm lit. I'm lucid. And that's it.
1: Later. <laughs>